think tank. Look at me figuring stuff out. Hey, way to go. <laughs> Rock on. I All right, that- so as... Yeah, well done. Nice. All right, so uh, what do you think? Start with... Uh, who wants to start? Do you want me to start or do you start? Uh, you can go ahead. Okay, awesome. So uh, as much as I've gathered so far about the Facebook censorship and Australia thing, um, the basics are... Australia put a piece of legislation together that pretty much says we want uh, people that are social media platforms to pay for uh, to pay the publishers of the content that gets put on their platforms. Um, and Facebook didn't like that at all. And they were like, no, we're not going to do that. And so they've been battling with the Australian government for some time now. Um, and we are apparently like it, at, at one week away from this, uh, actually the vote going in, they decided that Facebook would, uh, Facebook decided to remove the ability for any news, uh, article to be posted on the Facebook website. Um, and it wasn't just like news itself, because it wasn't just news organizations. They weren't that specific or Facebook wasn't able to be. Um, they actually did a very broad, like just links in general. Um, it seemed like got shut down because there was a huge complaint from Australians that um, things that were of uh, extreme importance to them, like, let's see. What were some of them? They were uh, the like mental health things, um, like astrological and meteorological things, because apparently Australia is also flooding right now. Um, a bunch of other things that were seemingly unrelated to news and more along the lines of like facts or help or like that kind of a thing also got taken down by this move by Facebook. Um, and so... Uh, so now a bunch of people have been like commenting on it, obviously, and creating this whole story of asking questions about it, about, you know, what Facebook is doing and what's going on. So I don't know. Did you get the same vibe or is there anything I missed? Uh, yeah, I got the same vibe. Uh, it also affects Google substantially, but Google decided to basically just make a friendship with the two giant news companies that were instilling this legislation. So they basically made a deal with the devil uh, when, when doing all this. And then uh, people were really, really, really worried about like COVID information. Um, because I, I was, what was it? I was watching a video about this and they talked about how, how they like took down a page that was like their actual like health, like line basically. And so people were like, uh, you took down the wrong page. And then they're like, oh, we're really sorry about that. And then Facebook made a statement saying, we won't take down anything that has to do with COVID, but we'll take down everything else. Interesting. Yeah, they kind of messed up in the beginning. And I think it was like a harsh attempt to like scare. I think it was a scare tactic. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I th- also, yes, I agree with you there on a, that it could be a scare tactic. I also think that another thing um, that I forgot to mention was that, did you see that Canada backed up? Um, what do you call yeah. it? Australia? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing suit. They're actually writing up legislation and the EU is doing it as well. Yeah. So there's this, and I think that um, from, and this is someone else's opinion that I, I'm, obviously piggybacking off or piggybacking off of, but um, I totally agree with them that um, Facebook's thing here, they're having to draw a line in the sand because if Australia gets away with saying, Oh yeah, we can allow our publishers to have money for things posted through Facebook and Facebook has to pay that. Then when you get to like any other country, right, you can start tacking it on and that's, all money and revenue down the line that gets lost by Facebook to all of these publishers on all of the different countries, because as soon as Australia falls, right, it's the thing of an exception. If I make an exception in Australia, then I have to make an exception across the world. Yeah, true. They were, they were also talking about, I was uh, reading the article about it and they're talking about how it's basically just going to hurt small publishers either way, because one, 
Facebook isn't going to want to pay small people. So then you're you're basically just like shrinking down the amount of news you can listen to. And like, secondly, it's now that they're not even doing it at all. All these pages are taken down. So how are these people supposed to get views in the first place? Yeah. And there was, there was an interesting point on that that was made where someone who is in charge of uh, media relations for different companies and doing the media stuff of like pretty much the Gary Vaynerchuk of what seemed to be Australia looked at it and went, if you're doing a majority of your business and stuff through Facebook, this is probably an eyes wide open experience for you of going, oh, this is a private company that has complete control and at any moment can shut down my business. I needed to diversify a little bit more. Yeah, true. I mean, we're kind of conditioned like the first like like thing in marketing is not we're so uh, focused on social media. Like when I started a company, my first thing is, well, how's your Facebook? How's your Instagram? How's your Twitter? Like okay, now if we don't have those things, then where do we go from there? Well, we go back to buying advertising space right because you buy advertising space and then you also have to create your own platform i think people need to focus more on their own websites too you know seo has gone away yeah no i mean i would agree with you that i feel like if you're a business that's operating in a certain capacity like you just need to create your own application at that point like create your own content spot where all of that exists and it's not expensive to make those nowadays. So for those guys that are doing things with the Facebook and like are completely shut down because of it, I feel like app developers and those guys are probably going to get a huge influx of people coming to them being like, hey, I'd like to create this basic thing that I can put all of my content on that if someone likes what they do, they can download it onto their phone and then be able to access it if you know everything else it. is unavailable. Piggyback on that, I found it really interesting that Facebook was like, hey, only 4% of our content is news. That is really interesting. I don't think that's correct. I really don't. Because I, I, so I tested it. I was like, okay, I'm just going to scroll through my Facebook for like a minute. And I'm serious, like, <laughs> every other post was news. Well, okay, but here's an interesting question about that, right? Yes, 4% might be news, but is it? Are they, are they saying that 4% total amount of stuff that is on Facebook is news or that the algorithm only shows you 4% news? They're saying 4% of all over, overall content is news, whether that be someone gotcha. share it to there or someone share it from there. 4%. Okay. I don't think so, it's accurate at all. <laughs> Well, see, and that's an interesting one because I feel like that might actually be true. Like I could say that 4% of all stuff on the platform, I could see that 4% on the platform is news, right? And that it's the algorithm that is showing you more than 4%. Oh, dude, we got a message. You want to play it? Yeah. Censorship is bad. <laughs> we, we agree 100 <laughs> percent. yeah well and it's, it's interesting with censorship right because you're under a whole uh umbrella of what is bad to censor and what is good to censor and who gets to decide that and right now facebook is saying i get to make that decision we just had this conversation like three days ago I know it's a, you know, it's an important conversation that, you know, apparently this ties into. Yeah. It's kind of like a domino effect too. Like to what point yeah. does it kind of um, roll back on free speech? And then at that point you're making a profit off of it, which sounds a lot like monopolizing an industry, but. Yeah. My question is how is this going to affect in the end, the end consumer, right? The person that just wants news. Right. Because if Facebook suddenly cuts everything out, how am I going to get the necessary stuff? Because of the like accounts that I heard in Australia, you run into the problem of um, much like America, the major media outlets that are there are extremely biased. And mm -hmm. so people don't want to listen to those major media outlets. And if Facebook gets shut down, it's like, where do they go? I also feel like if Facebook were to 
figure out a way to kind of make a loophole of this whole like having to purchase or having to pay out um for news i feel like they would make their own like quote-unquote news app and then charge the users to do it so basically it's just like they're paying for it yeah no i could see that too i think that i definitely think that that could be a way it goes i would see like mark zuckerberg being like this is it and let's charge them a little bit more so we make a little more money to piss everybody off yeah no i think you're 100 percent right with that yeah unfortunately (laughs) right yeah (laughs) <laughs> we got another one. Let's see what else they said. Okay. Anything interesting? I feel like the more uh, uh, virtual a world becomes, the more the easier it is for companies and people who have power to censor people on the apps without anyone else noticing. Like, that's fucked, man. Oh, yeah, 100%. We totally agree with you. <laughs> It's messed up, and then yeah. they'll do it no matter what. Yeah, well, and the question is, how sneaky can they be about it? Because when they come down, when it comes down to it, right, they could say that it's not actually them doing it. It's just their algorithm that, you know, through a neural network taught itself that that's what you wanted to see. And yeah. so it's not hiding that information from you. No, it's just showing you the information you obviously want to see. Shadow banning. I think shadow banning is like a really good representation of that. Yeah, because there's like, there's, I feel like very few algorithms that end up falling under the spectrum of allowing, you know, random content to fall into it. It's like once the algorithm knows you like a certain thing, it'll try and show you only that thing. It's like, um, I always laugh because my, my aunt one year was like, I like owls. And then every year since then, we've all gotten her something to do with owls. It's like 25 years later. That's kind of what <laughs> I feel like that's what the faith, Facebook algorithm does is because I'm still seeing stuff from like bands I liked in middle school that I don't like their page, but like I'll see random stuff about it. Yeah, because somewhere in that algorithm, right, it put a weight on it of being like, this is important to him in some way. So we need to show him more of this. And there's like, does Facebook have a dislike button? I can never remember. It's not a dislike button. You can unlike stuff, but no, there's no like dislike yeah, see, because that would be like, that would be a way for you to tell the algorithm, don't show me this anymore. That's one thing I like about like TikTok is that if you like long press on the center of like a TikTok that you see, you have an option then that goes, do you not want to see content like this again? And you can say yes. And then there's like a little breakdown for like why, so that it knows why you don't want to see it anymore. And yeah, I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm. That is smart. I didn't know you could do that. I got a few of that I'm going to do that for. Yeah, no, because I always see stuff that pops up, right? And it's just because like, I'll end up liking things and then I'll like search things because when you use the search function on there, like you can find stuff uh, under all kinds of stuff. And then that searching obviously puts the, then stuff in your feed that you don't just you don't want to see anymore. Like I looked up stuff for Australia, right? But I probably don't want to just see Australian content now for the next like two weeks. So I'll probably like unfavorite a bunch of Australian content that gets put on my feed and then I can just you know, focus on the stuff that I actually care about. I wonder if they put a screen time, um, like limit on algorithm. So let's say that you saw something to do with like, I don't know, and like Facebook. Okay, now for the next two weeks, let's say an average of three hours a day on on uh, TikTok of screen time, then it'll run out. And if you're not watching and liking that content by then, then they'll kind of like go through your stuff again. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Because I, I feel like, I feel like you know, it would. Yeah, I, it definitely would. And for things of like, if you go back, like that's another one of like, if you like something and then you go back into your saves to then show someone that thing later, like that obviously should put a heavier weight on content of that type. Yeah. But I you wonder, know, this this all comes yeah. down to like algorithm stuff. So. <laughs> I wonder if, um, since uh, the whole news thing is affecting Facebook, if it, I mean, I feel like it would also affect Instagram because they're owned by Facebook. Yeah, that's interesting. No, I'm with you there. I just had a thought of like, in this scenario, right? If Facebook ends up losing, does Facebook buy like medium? They better not. (laughs) I'll be upset. I'll be thoroughly pissed off at that point. 
if Facebook buys Medium, yeah, yeah, no, I can see that. it. I will, but think about it, right? Like, you could, see, but you could see it happening, right? I could, yeah, yeah, like because like you need to have that. Facebook has made themselves like a global superpower, and they don't think that any laws can apply to them. And they don't. I don't. I don't know if they're saying that no laws apply to them. I think they're just strategically running a business to try and keep the profit in their own pocket, kind of. Yeah, thing, but I think it's smart. Basically, telling Australia, like, I'm not going to follow this. So, bye. And then they well, feel it's that just, a, but yeah, I mean, that's but that's that's Australia failing, mm-hmm. right? In the sense, if I if I take the side of Facebook and I go. That's Australia failing to diversify its own stuff to be like, here's other options. Like I've weighed too heavily on one service because like this could have not been Facebook doing this by choice. What if the servers just failed? True. Right now, all of these people that are complaining about, I don't know where to get healthcare stuff. I don't know where to get help. I don't know where to go for this meteorology info that I got on Facebook every day. Like, if that wasn't taken away involuntary, right? They're an even bigger loss because they didn't see it coming. They would just, they're in, they're in trouble. And so this is like from Facebook side, I see Australia going, Australia needs to work on some of these things because those are Australian problems. Yeah, but I feel like we're raising an entire generation of people that function like all through social media, like period. It, or yes, I think you're right. They do have a lot, but I also think that that same generation has the ability to use their like oh, yeah. technology to, um, I guess, find the way through that maze of stuff. Like if Facebook goes down, like I don't think it would take very long for no, a whole nother thing to pop yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think that Facebook's going to be around for that much longer because everybody's seeing all of what they're doing and they're like, okay, how can we make this better? Oh, okay, here we go. Like you and I were looking up social media the other day, like platforms that we could be on that weren't as heavily regulated, and we found some yeah, and mm-hmm, and had a different structure to them and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, the, I mean, Goliath falls by not, you know, bending the knee in a lot of things, or like at least because it's it all comes down to how you build it, right? There's an interesting thing of being like, um, there's actually this really interesting story I heard recently where. Um, there was a U.S. factory plant building car. They had the regular car process all the way through. Super interesting, like normal, like car building. It got to the point where you put the door on. And when they put the door on, it uh, didn't always fit perfectly. So there was someone that was there that had a job literally with like a rubber mallet to just bang the door into place so that it, it fit. And um, at one point, they extended their operations overseas to China and Japan, and they went to visit the factory floors over there. And they realized on their visit over there that the other side didn't have this, uh, what do you call it, the person that malleted the door into place. And they were baffled. They were like, where is that person? How come you don't have that person putting it in? And the uh, factory floor managers were like, oh, no, we just design the car ahead of time so that we know it fits and it does every time and i think that might be the problem facebook's running into now is that as a platform it wasn't designed for this stuff that is happening right now it was designed for something else and they've been hot fixing it ever since that makes sense yeah because they were first of their kind and that was what everyone was like oh my god this is great and now they're not morphing into what it's becoming. Yeah, right. And that's, you know, and this is the problem that obviously everything that is a media company is going to be running into. I, I, I assure you, Twitter is going to probably run into the exact same problem that Facebook is having just because of the way it's set up and operates right now. Like it'll reach a wall where you have to then like adapt to another thing like Twitter should start building a blockchain technology version of itself. Like Twitter should build other versions of Twitter that are simultaneously working, but differently that people could move to in between. And that, cause like, obviously they still have the Twitter database, right? They have this massive amount of people, but they could build 
a totally different framework for it to sit on. And that like different framework could be a lot more popular and a lot more like user-friendly and all kinds of things to the people that use it on a daily basis. And that would like protect that company from that happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. time to call Twitter. <laughs> about to make some money i think that's a fantastic right like (laughs) it's but it's not just twitter it's every platform like you could literally call up snapchat and say the exact same thing just be like your model right now is based on this australia's or facebook's run into this problem because of the framework it's built on like do you not think that this will also happen to you and then they can look at their stuff and go "Uh, yeah actually you might be right we might need to make a different version of snapchat under our same thing with our same people and just port them and be like, Hey, try out this new beta version. Cause people love beta stuff. Like they love trying new things. So if you gave them something new, they'd be like, Ooh, let's see what we can do. Well, do you think that the U S is going to introduce some kind of legislation similar to what Australia has done? Ooh, see that, uh, Austra- uh, that's an interesting one because that takes into account the climate of like the president we have at the current time and like all of that. I think if it becomes a serious problem and it's something that people start talking a lot about and it becomes like something that is, uh, I guess, like buzz, buzzworthy or like buzzfeed material, right? Where like our papers take a big hold of it. I could see our president like pushing for that kind of a stuff and like legislation being pushed through that actually has that. If it doesn't become a popular thing, I don't see the U.S. like addressing it until like much later. Yeah. Okay. So now, if, now if Trump was still president, do you think that he would introduce legislation similar, or do you think that he would do something that would make it more or less catering to freedom of the press and freedom of speech? See, that's a, that's a really good question because when you look at what he did, his stuff was based off of, I want the hype focused on me and I want the attention focused on me. So if, if during the time that Facebook had said this and the news story was getting big and it was hitting things like, you know, his Fox news or his like, uh, like any of the major media things that were in the United States, right. He would have probably used that to propel it and he would have said something about it. Now, what that would have been, I I can't say. I don't know which way he would have gone, but I know he probably would have said something had it reached a limelight, right? And that would have sparked a whole lot of people to do something about it. Like you'd have either legislation fighting about it, you'd have like media talking about it, you'd have all of these things, right, that would exist. Um, And surprisingly, a lot of this stuff is fallen the big tech stuff has fallen under the radar because of covid like there's been a bunch of these like lawsuits that have been going on in the background that we have totally missed because of a larger pandemic i feel like it would have been i feel like it should be more heightened though because we're all at home and i I understand like the intensity of covid but Mm -hmm. i also understand like draw for a distraction and i feel like it's the perfect distraction because everybody's on everything right now well, here's, here's a question I, I've got for you. Um, so there's this thing, right, where, like, I saw for COVID today, right, for COVID deaths, right, as there's some psychological thing for us that as more death happens, we care less about it. Like, we just, we just stop caring for some reason. And so that was like, and I believe that's true. Like, after a certain point, you're just like, yeah, death, death. Like, it's, if it just keeps happening yeah, over and over again, you're like, you become normal like that's to because it. We- we see it's not happening to us personally. That's probably true too. Yeah. But the other one too, or the the question right at the end of that is, um, do you think that same thing could be happening with media? Do you think like we could actually be, um, you know, seeing so much of something that we just no longer care anymore or we care less and less about it? See, that's interesting because Remember um, when that Netflix documentary came out, uh, The Social Dilemma, um, and it kind of outed, you know, algorithms and who created what and how everything's designed to basically keep your attention. Mm-hmm. And it, and, it and, and basically in that in that documentary, they dumb it down to where everybody can actually understand what the hell they're talking about. 
I know that when people talk to me about algorithms, I get lost very quickly because they're very complicated. <laughs> um, I think there was a level of realization from that. And then it was like at an all-time high and everybody's like, oh my God, we have to do something. Like we, we can't let this happen. And then, and then it like stopped trending. Yeah. But I, I do think that's, that's the same thing that's, you know, I think that's happening. Yeah, you think that same thing is actually going through? And well, here's the continuation on that, right? <laughs> Why do you think when it comes to these algorithms feeding us stuff, people are excited by it and do like talk about it, but they don't care about it? See, I, I can tell you because I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. But there are certain yeah. things where like, you know, uh, here's the tough part for me, right? When I look at it, and I think about it, right? If I see <laughs> an ad for that, <laughs> that ad where the dogs are in the shelters, the arms of an angel one that we were saying. Yeah, that one, right? Like that is the yeah. like most amount of like, you should care about this thing, right? And that's yeah. media playing on that. But it's like, when I see that, I end up not caring about it. Because I know that if I focus on that thing, I won't be able to see this other thing over here. I, I feel like what you're describing is we're basically numb at this point. We're so it's, we've dehumanized it because it's been rubbed in our face for so long. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah. It, no, it does. So like but, COVID, it, you know, right? COVID. Yeah. It's been on the news for like, a year over a year now like we're tired of it at this point like we're tired of hearing about it we're tired of the masks not to say that you should not be wearing a mask please wear a mask but like <laughs> people are tired right and that's why people stop caring is because it's like going on for like longer than their attention span will allow and then they're like okay this is annoying and then they stop caring yeah no that's true but that's it's just because you know it's not well that's an interesting one because it's like you need then to create a world where you're extremely, you're on point, you're talking about what is critical in the moment because that gets people attention, right? And then after you've then got their attention, you have to have a solution right there in front of them at that moment and say, do you want this solution? Yes or no. And then move on mm -hmm. because oh, it's dead after that point, right? Like it's just. Yeah. Well, you see the news, they, if they have a long going story like COVID, right? They change the headline very frequently to something that's so crazy, so terrible. And then they go on to change the emotion, be like, oh my gosh, it's getting better. And then vaccines are coming. And then, like, they change it up again to, like, it's terrible. Everybody's dying. And then you're kind of <laughs> on this, like, roller coaster. Well, that, they keep, that's how they keep a constant audience, right? Because it's like they're changing the narrative constantly. True. Yeah. And so that's They're what, constantly looking that's what, Yeah. Yeah. And that's a tough one to do with everything, right? Is to do it quickly and do it interestingly of just being like, here's Australia. They're fucking, they're idiots, dude. They're absolute idiots for trying to go up against <laughs> Facebook. Like that is a Goliath. Like, what are you doing? But then also you're yeah. like Facebook, yo, you're fighting countries. Like, yo, <laughs> you're throwing a tantrum and you're just like, mm, bye. yeah, like, in what world are you like, here's the thing. This is a dude who literally created a like Facebook from a dorm room at Stanford. Like, and he's now battling countries for the right to do things. Like what? <laughs> he's like, I don't care anymore. I've done everything. I need to fight a country. I guess. Right. Like that is like, so like, like, are you just bored with the sheer, like, normalcy of, like, what you've reached in the, like, <laughs> I really, God level? We saw him in, like, court, basically, uh, when all mm -hmm. that original book, like, privacy stuff was coming out. I think that he just doesn't care. I think that he feels like he can't be touched, and he's just like, okay, let's push the limits. Let's see what I can really get away with at this point. Yeah. No, I think you're 100% right. Like he's just doing, and it's like, you have to now ask yourself that question. If he's doing that, how many other tech people are doing that? Yeah, true. 
how many people, how many other tech people have reached a, a, a level where they're just like, eh, let's see what I can do. <laughs> they're like, mm, okay, let's, let's push it a little more. I feel like who owns Twitter? Do we know who owns Twitter? Yeah, I think it's like Jack Dorsey is his name or something like that. I feel like he's not doing enough with his power at this point. Like, well, see, he's got a different approach to things. Jack is like a very like stand back, let stuff just play out on his platform kind of a thing. He's the guy that's like, I'm not gonna that's touch reflected a lot. Huh? Yeah. I I feel like that's reflected in Twitter. Like, it's kind of we we've described it as like a lawless wasteland because anything goes really, and you kind of just curate what you want. Yeah. Except no, for I really still do. don't have tweets and I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> nope. That's funny. They haven't replied to my tweets. That's unfortunate, dude. Uh, Twitter's a big company, though, so, big, you know. When we get big, I'm pulling up this recording. Oh, you And should. I better have voice tweets by then. See, that's an interesting one because it's like uh, you and I are on the same update, right? Like, mine's not yeah. more up to date than yours is. No, we have the same one. But you're on a newer phone. Do you think they just haven't like added that to the newer phone version? You think they would do the newer phone first, right? See, that's a tough one. Because where do you think a majority of your user base is? Do you think a majority of people on Twitter are using the newest iPhone? I don't know, but I feel like they could figure that out, right? With all the data they're collecting. Oh, 100% they, they could. But like, yeah, this, you know, just theoretically... If like if you're running the hypothetical, right, of being like, if I am Twitter, who am I going to update first? I feel like it's going to be the older generation phones that obviously are producing the content that people are looking at, right? Are you have the which one do you have? I have the eleven, so I have one less than you. I feel like it would be like eight through eleven at this point. Like yeah, let's like, see. I, I don't know anything about Android. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I know I didn't have it for a long time, and I knew it was a thing. So that was like, and then when I got it, I was like, ooh, pretty candy. Yeah. Let's see. Let me check my Twitter version just so that we know that we're at least both on the same update. I'm at version 8.54 is what I'm working with. Okay, let me find it. I am... Oh, wow. Twitter's updating right now. <laughs> oh. I'm at, but this I have um, 8.54. Four days right ago, now? it updated. So I don't know why it's updating again. Maybe they heard it's my It's updating tweet. right now. It's updating oh, right wait, now. Like no, I, was... I, have an, I have an update available also. What is going on? Yeah. We're just speaking oh stuff god, into existence now. Oh my god. Who uh, owns Stereo? Twitter. <laughs> That's a great question. Maybe it's Twitter. You never know. I really just stuck my foot in my mouth then. I didn't well, mean to threaten let's see. you. Uh, I apologize. Don't 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 apologize so soon. It hasn't you your update hasn't gone through yet. True. They might still be holding out on you, which would be bloody. I'm gonna hilarious. fight them. I'm serious. I'm gonna tweet every day. I'm gonna be like day three hundred and fifty eight without voice tweets. You know I'm what you should do? Yeah, you know what you should do? You should take the video one and just cover the screen so that it's black and then say, I bet this is what a voice tweet would be like. Oh my god. Yeah. I just do if that I a bunch until they're like, give this guy voice tweets because he shut up. And then once I get the voice tweets, I'm like, okay, what's next? Wait, so mine just op- mine just updated, but there's no update thing in the version history. So is it just like a hot fix? I don't know. Let's see if I can do voice tweets. Nope, still can't Welcome do them. To... All right, listen oh. up. <laughs> Give me voice tweets. Kendall's, Kendall's about to throw hands. Damn, this is ridiculous. I, I've got voice tweets, so do we I just think... start posting okay, them that... more often. <laughs> Talking about Twitter, <laughs> do you think that Twitter censors yeah. just as much as Facebook, but they don't get caught? Oh, no. No? Okay, what do you think that? Uh, 
I think that because of the lawless wasteland that it is, right? Because of the ability for you to be able to post literal pornography on the platform is a sure sign that it is operating way differently than Facebook is. True, true. I think that when they banned Trump, I think that was their first big like foot down, hand slap type of deal. You know what I mean? Like they're like, "Hey, we can do this," and I think they only did that because yeah, the majority of people that use Twitter are, well, I guess I guess we're against Trump at that point in time. So if a major part of your audience is calling you to do something, I mean, to that, I mean that's degree, a- I would. Well, that's an interesting one, too. It's like now you have to start looking at like demographics because the way the voting played out in the entire election, it was like 50-50 split. So if you say that that same 50-50 is on the platform, that means that like Twitter flipped a coin and went, oh, yeah, this is the better option for us, if that's the case. Or they looked at their demographics that are on the platform and were able to see that they were more leaning toward like the kick Trump off and then went with that because it backed a majority of what their platform was. Is there a way to see um, social media demographics? Like, if I am I able to be like, hey, Twitter? Like, what's your...? I feel like that's a great question because Twitter has a pretty open API. Like, when it comes down to it, um, like Facebook's is not that open. That was that whole Cambridge Analytica thing. Um, oh, so Twitter's is started. Twitter's is definitely more open. I know you can scrape Twitter a lot easier too because there are entire like data classes that I took that had to do with scraping Twitter and how easy it was. So, and then I think a lot of that's inference too because like if I scrape Twitter right, I have to like I there's probably a lot of profiles that are just blatantly say like Democrat or Republican or Independent or like you know anything like that like across those like party lines so you could just like literally start categorizing there is a it's called trad catholic so traditional catholic side of twitter and i'm not kidding this is a massive army of people (laughs) the religious movements are gigantic dude like i don't care what people say like they're oh they're everywhere no i mean like that's you know I've fallen into, I liked, I think I'm friends with a couple Catholics and then I see their retweets and then I, I'll click on it. And then I'm just in this like, re- like, you know, it's like when you get dropped off at the wrong house, you're like, oh my God, where am I at? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm here for it. But it's like, wow. Okay. I had no idea this was here. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing that I like. I I wish it was easy. fine. I wish that thing that you'd be like, here's this subsection that we've put together for you to view. Like, go take a look at it. Yeah, well, isn't that... I think um, that would also produce a lot of stuff. Hmm? I think that uh, in saying that now, though, I feel like that, that would introduce a whole bunch of stuff, too, because people well, could target a lot easier. Can't you just, like, make lists, though? Can't you just curate that yourself? Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah, you can. I love lists. Lists are fantastic. I, you know, because you don't have to actually follow people to add them to a list. Like, you can just start, like, making lists. But don't they get notified that they were added to a list? That I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they, you get told when you're added to a list. Because I did get a notification I I was added to a list. Gotcha. I have a lot of people to apologize to then. Can (laughs) they see the name of the list? (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, do you want to go into full confession right now, or are we doing? Yeah, this I'm gonna I'm gonna start apologizing now to a lot of people. This is just gonna be my first blanket statement. Uh, I am <laughs> sorry for the list that I put you in. Uh, I had no idea you were able to witness that. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I will apologize to you individually. I'll probably send you a DM, but uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> just clear the air on that one yeah well i you know i really hope that you're wrong that they just can't see when i add them to lists and the name of the list and because i can make private lists like wait but i can make private lists can you see when i add you to a private list um not did you make them into private lists yes everything i have is a private list 
then I'm assuming that they won't get notified. Okay. See but that I, oh, that okay. that that changes everything. I revoke my apology entirely. Like I. <laughs> I just, I mean, sometimes. the lists aren't that terrible, which is nice. So, you know, I don't feel like too overly bad about the lists that I have, but like they are like ones that I do just check in on to be like, ah, okay, that's what they're doing. Like, I just wanted to see like what that subsect of Twitter that I found at one point is still operating like. Like, it's like, oh, what are they tweeting about? And that's super interesting. Yeah. Like, cause I do that. Uh, I mean, you can do kind of the same thing with like topics and things, but I don't think it's the same as like your own curated thing of being like, Ooh, these are the people under this thing that I really like. And so I'm going to add them to a list and then I can all check in on them and be like, what's going on. Yeah. I feel like I should take more advantage of, um, uh, tweet lists. I only have one. I, I had two at one point and then I deleted one cause I just like wasn't using them. But maybe if Twitter would update my shit, I would take advantage of it. <laughs> I wonder, do any other platforms have lists that you know? Um, I mean, Pinterest, but that's like, it's all. I love, I love Pinterest. I do too. And when Dan said that the demographic of men on Pinterest is very minimal for a reason, I was upset. I felt personally I mean, victimized. It does make sense though. For like, I mean, it know, makes sense I think it, the whole like, car and gun side of pinterest that he didn't even talk about this is true but you know it's also pinterest so you have to ask yourself those guys right that are looking at it like and like it's the same like how often do you actually click on pinterest um i would say an average of like maybe twice a week maybe yeah see i'm like way less often than that like maybe like once a month i'll see it there and i'll be like "Ooh, i wonder what's happening on there so i can understand where like the demographic could get small i feel like my pinterest um usage has increased um when i started cooking because now i like don't Mm -hmm. have a roommate uh but that's because recipes are easy to find on there um i also think that i use a lot of it for um color schemes Mm, i do love color schemes so i i mean i guess i use that for work then um but i really don't like i'll get on a kick and i'll be on there for like 20 minutes and then i'm like gone for a week yeah no about the same it's really good for if i want to find a lot of one thing that is kind of similar to a thing that i'm looking for right because like i can take like a picture of a pen and they have that feature on pinterest that then shows me like a bunch of pens that look like that pen. Pin to pen. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like there was a, did you see that TikTok trend that happened where it was like, go to Pinterest and take a picture of yourself and then see all of the people that come up. Oh no, I don't want to see that. I don't oh try. yeah. So that one, it was actually like really cool because there were a bunch of people that posted on that TikTok trend and went, Ooh, I thought I was ugly and then I took my photo on Pinterest and all of these beautiful people showed up and I was like, I mean, yeah, that's Pinterest. Is it like there's beautiful people on Pinterest? So the fact that you're getting people that look like you and are beautiful, that's like what Pinterest is. It's all about being pretty and cool and aesthetic and, you know. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I was looking at my notes and I'm like, I, um, I really need to work on my structure. Hmm. Structure? Like, just of yeah. the entire, like, thing? I use a lot of arrows, but they're, like, going the wrong way. <laughs> like, mm. just, I don't... Did you have anything that we didn't cover about, like, the, uh, you know, censorship in Australia? Um, no. I think... Okay. I think we covered most of it. I just, I really... I... The news, I wish the news would quit making it seem like um, Facebook is declaring war on the world. Um, I watched a lot of, I saw a lot of videos um, on YouTube and it was like, they are, they're declaring war on, you know, our, what was it? Someone said our constitution and that was a reporter here. And then there was like a reporter in, I want to say the UK that was like, they're just declaring war on us right now. We need to be prepared. And it's like. It's not. They're just trying to, you know, keep what they like. 
I I think that Facebook just needs to like make a statement about why they're doing it and it needs to be a clear and concise statement. Oh, I think you're right about that. Uh, I had an interesting thought while you were saying that. When mm-hmm. you like compiled the majority of your sources, what what were you what did you look for in sources or what sources did you use as a majority? So to get I, your information. I always go to um Wall Street Journal uh if I want like okay. uh li- like journalism. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go on Medium and just see people's opinions because I know those are strictly opinion pieces because there's no like journalism like this is gonna be my source of journalism. So I go there for like personal opinions and then I I actually go on YouTube and I see like the most viewed and then I'll kind of just scroll through and like see if there's any local coverage. And then if I see a video and I've never seen the news source before, I'll go to their website and kind of like be like, okay, is this like another like, you know, trashy website or is it something that I should be paying more attention to? If they're on top of this, with top of. Interesting. Okay. And then did you watch like any like long form like video stuff or uh, like that kind of a thing? Couple with long form, um, I think it's the whole attention span thing. But I did watch like a twenty minute video oh. on it. Oh, okay. And it was this guy just going yes. off about censorship and his opinion on yeah. it. Was, um, <laughs> it was a little, I would say, radical. Uh, but it was interesting to look at the comments and like see what people are saying and see what other people are thinking and. Uh, how else the public is perceiving him and his opinion. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Especially Facebook, and because there's so many people that just rant on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and definitely something that I need to do, because like I do not check the comments that often when I'm reading something, um, because like I think that my own like internal thing is like just spot on, which is obviously a flaw that I'm noticing now. Like. I could obviously improve the way that I'm reading those articles by checking the comments and like figuring out what people are saying. One, one rule I follow is when um, there is like something that is happening or like, let's say in a classroom, a classroom is a really good example. When a teacher says something and you're like, wow, like this is like big. I always look at everybody else in the room and see if they're having the same reaction I am. And that goes for anything. So, like, if there's a big announcement on the news, right? I want to see everybody else's reactions and how they're reacting to it, and then that'll either either solidify my opinion or it'll be like maybe I'm looking at this wrong, or maybe mm. everybody's just wrong and I'm right. That makes that actually makes a lot of sense. Because I mean, if you look at everybody, how every anybody can make a statement, right? But how mm. people react to it and how people are perceiving it and how people are sharing it says a lot about what's going to come of that said statement. True. That's that's also a fact. Yeah. That's, well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, that's a great TED Talk. Like, just I wish I had like, a clap soundboard. We could just like... I think <gasps> I clap soundboard. Oh my god, maybe it'll work. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see if I can try this. Oh, they're laughing. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, I did. You did? Oh, okay. I just have to figure out which one. Is. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, that was beautiful. I am definitely preloading that next time with like new sounds. Like, I'm going to have Shrek in. Yes. <laughs> Necessary sound <laughs> like for literally anything. Some Austin Powers, and then I'll have I'll have Angelina come over, and we can record her going. Well, maybe not. And I'll have <laughs> that would be a great sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, so the majority of the stuff though that I found, like this, the stuff that I got my like information off of, was <laughs> um, news articles that were online, and like obviously looking it up there and going through and reading like both the opinion pieces. Um, that exist and the uh what do you call it the like you know wall street journal the new york post the or not the new york post the uh sorry the like new york uh what is that times times thank you yeah that other one that's much more credible than the new york post Listen, they, they have like four different it, it just just roll with it <laughs> 
And then, uh, but looking at that stuff, and then I did a lot of stuff with just like, I literally went on the TikTok and went under the search function and looked up like uh, Facebook Australia ban and saw what popped up and then just flicked through the like short videos that people were posting. And oh, wow. I'm now realizing I should look through the comments on that, but like, it was super interesting to see things in that perspective because like you not only got to see people, what people in Australia were posting, right. That like literal Australians, but like also people all over that were doing different things. I'd, I'd also like to point out that I don't base my opinion off people's reactions. I learn from it. Just mm-hmm. a little thing on that. Thing that I'm just yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That I mean, that's the same for me, right? Like, I'm not basing my opinions off of what people oh. on TikTok are saying. Like, I'm building off of it to be like, okay, that's. Yeah, I feel like you're enhancing your argument at that point because you're learning what people are going to argue, and then you're like, mm, no, I have a, no, <laughs> I'm right yeah. wrong. Well, and it's it's there's an interesting thing of like someone said that right now we're in an age where we're moving from an information age to an age of curation, and I think that is 100 percent correct because like we look for people that take content that exists and curate it for us so that it is like all of this information down into important stuff and then is successful doing that because if they're successful doing it, obviously if I focus on what they're saying, I will then be successful in doing it. Wow. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's what I thought too. I heard that and I was like, "Hmm." somebody commented. Oh, Oh, send it. All right, let's see. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Just saying hi. Hello. Oh, hey. How's it going? <laughs> Rock on. Thanks for saying hi. We have another yeah. one. Censorship sucks, man. <laughs> That's the <laughs> older one. Yeah. I love that. that Can was you a good do one that? Too. You know what? Am- Comment and is it okay for me to cut that and use that on the soundboard? <laughs> I just want to- That's a great sound, dude. I'll do it too. You should. You one hundred percent should. No, I mean, like when it comes down to it, yeah, censorship is the like. It's unfortunate. It's gonna happen, but like you, you gotta be careful like with what you're choosing to do and how you're choosing to attack. And like, cause this is all comes down to strategy, right? At the end of the day, this is like Facebook strategy against government strategy and who holds what cards. Yeah. And at the end of the game, I think that it's all just political. It's, it's just political banter between powers. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that makes sense. Oh, no, it does. Did you- it 100% does. Yeah, bro, you got my legal permission to use it, man. <laughs> Hell <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut it. It's going to happen. You should. That would be absolutely epic. I can't wait for us to use that. Like, every time we're like, censorship, wait a minute. Can <laughs> <laughs> I have t-shirts made? <laughs> yes. I would love to make a t-shirt with that on it. You should really make t-shirts for us. That is oh, not a man. bad idea, actually. We really should make hoodies. I wear hoodies. Do you wear hoodies? Let's do this. Oh, I, I love wearing hoodies. Hoodies are exactly. fantastic. Just add a couple more. It's fine. Oh, but let's yeah, see. We got another yeah. comment. From oh, him. Let's go. Send it. I'll give you a uh, an alternate take. Ready? All right. The start uh, recording. Hey, censorship. I'm going to kick your ass, pal. <laughs> this guy. You should shoot us a follow if you, if you don't already follow us, man. Love to see you around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining that, like, because, like, you know how, uh, uh, what is it you call it? Um, Spotify has the ability for, like, if you see the sound wave, you can, like, scan it and you can hear what that song is. Yeah. Could you imagine if, like, uh, stereo did that with people's things so you could actually, like, print off what people have said as like stickers and then paste them places. And when people scanned them, they could hear like exactly what the person said, the way they said it. Oh, wow. Oh, he followed me. Did he follow you? Let's go. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, no, I think that like that's like, you know, that would be really cool because I think a lot of people would probably get a huge kick out of that. I'm sure I would love to like cut things that I've said and make yeah. them stickers that people could like scan and be like, ooh, that's interesting and put them all over the place. I think that I found I was really fascinated with this. I went to uh, Comic-Con a few years ago and this guy passed out a comic book and then he gave you like a little like USB memory card. And he's like, you have to listen to the music for every chapter so like it, it, the files in it were just music files so it's a chapter one and he measured the amount of time it would take for you to read the chapter and the music with it mm. and i spent years since then like trying to figure out how to integrate that into every social media damn that would be tough as like if you're like if you can measure the amount of time somebody takes to read like let's say a facebook post and they click on the post and music starts playing that sets the mood for the post. Oh, like, I don't know why. I see like, what you're saying, though. Like, if you have a Karen, honestly, and you steal their post and then you repost it with sound effects that, like, go with what you want them to say. And it's just like, wah, 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 like, right at the end. Like, perfect. <laughs> that content is from goes from a three to, a, like, a solid nine and a half. That's true. I think we have that technology too. I think what somebody would have to do is they would have to create an application, right? That had eye tracking software, because if you have a, uh, the ability for me to track your eyes as you're reading down a post, I can then calculate speed at which you're reading, if you're skimming or if you're actually like doing it. And then I could start assigning things to like, if your eyes hit this at such and such a rate, play this sound or adjust yeah. sound speed to this much so like it could be an interesting thing of like you could actually have like one of mozart's symphonies that if you're skimming it would be like but if you're actually playing it well, or like reading slowly it would be like at a regular speed supposedly apple's coming out with their glasses this year mm, and i think i saw that. that but yeah and then there's um i think they're like hololens that google came out with um i think they're on their second generation of them uh, but it's like, it? um, or, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, do you think that, uh, like what kind of things do you think are going to be censored by Apple lenses? Damn, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> really caught me off guard with that one, Zach. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a new thought. We, we didn't get time to prep for that, but it's like, it's that's like, you know, if you've got something that, does that AR ability, right? Like if I'm Apple, I'm a private business. I can choose what shows up and what doesn't. Like I, yeah, like, you have so much power in that. Yeah, man, you really need to, you, you really need to start writing this stuff down and submitting it. Really <laughs> Just the basic ideas. Just be like, hey, don't know if you're all worried about this or not, but maybe we should start thinking about what Apple's doing and what they could possibly censor once they've got a screen in front of their eyes. Yeah, well, it was like when the watch came out and everyone's like, oh my God, are they going to have all my, like, they're going to track my heart rate and have that as data. And I was like, yep. Well, the Fitbits, Fitbits knew where every single freaking uh, base, like hidden base in the United States was, military base, because like, and they, then, then the U.S. government had to ban Fitbits and, like, smartwatch devices from any facility because you just oh, yeah. can't walk it in there. Hilarious. Because you got complete layouts. Like, if someone walked around the facility and walked down every hallway, like, you see exactly where every room is, every hallway is. Like, it's just there. So, like... As a teenager, I worked for Target for a little bit, and they gave us all Fitbits. But what we didn't know when we got the Fitbits was that they were tracking us to see, like, when we took our breaks and stuff, and, like, if we, like, stopped moving for certain amounts of time. And then people started getting Whoa. in trouble. And I was like, mm, nice. So I threw mine in the trash. Wow. Savage. Oh, I, I lost it. I don't... Mm. <laughs> I've been like, Okay, well, and they're That's like, so you've been doing what you're not supposed to be doing. And I was like, uh, I'm not sure that's the issue I'm having here. 
Yeah, no, I think I think I have more of a problem with the fact that you're just like walking me around. Like, if you want to know where I am and if I stop moving, like, look at the cameras. Like, you have them all over the store. Like, just use those. Like, you don't need yeah. to put a tracking beacon on me. Yeah. Like, if you really want to know my cholesterol, like, we can talk. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, no, it doesn't do that. And I was like, okay, then what does it do? And they're like. Well, we're just like trying to do a friendly competitions between coworkers to see who walks the most during their shift. And I was like, so you have to track me to know. And then there's like the room was silent. <laughs> okay. You have to. You have to wear it. It's a requirement. And they were like, it's so cool. You get a free Fitbit. And then it was like the tiny one that like doesn't even go on your wrist. It goes like, like on the buckle of your pants. Oh, and it doesn't even have, like, a watch face? No. Oh, so it was literally just a tracking thing. <laughs> it was literally just a tracking beacon. And I was like, you can download the app and look at your stuff. And I was like... Mm. <laughs> yeah. I really rethought that now, and people are like, ah, maybe not. Yeah, there's a That's bunch weird. of stuff. Uh, on on the topic of rethinking things, uh, apparently I looked it up today because I was curious if it was still happening. Uh, Facebook's uh, like crypto thing, uh, Libra, has been changed to Diem. Did you know that? Uh, I did not. Yeah, they rebranded. <laughs> the yikes! Them and the CIA. CIA rebranded. What's the CIA now? Oh yeah. Do you? Well, they rebranded their website. And they're like everything oh. else. They're still the CIA, but they're like, it's a, it looks like it's a joke at this point. Like not like the CIA is a joke, but it looks like somebody was like, I can make this better. Bought the bought the domain and was like, here, let me help you. Here's here's a real CIA website. Yeah, it probably tracks people that get on it even better now too. Well, they probably track me because I've been on there for like a solid three weeks. Have you read the 200-year uh, uh, like future paper that they've got on there? Where it's like America uh, 200 years from now? No. Can you send me a link? Oh, 100% I can. Yeah. It's a super interesting paper of like where they think America's headed and like certain like problems that we're going to be running into with like energy and like economics. Oh, yeah. Our, all kinds of things. Did you see that TikTok? Mm -mm. The guy was like, we have like four or five powerhouses in America, and if one goes dark, we all go dark for like a year. Oh yeah, no, there was like yes, I did see that like some kind of clip where he was like, "Oh, if they target these five places, America's just screwed," and we're just like, "Well, <laughs> that's public domain. Like maybe they should be a little more careful about the location of these." And two. Why haven't we fixed that? I pay enough in taxes. I could fund the whole thing myself. Let's go. <laughs> All right, the other, the other interesting one is I wonder how much of that is actually a ploy, right? Because like True. all of this is slightly outdated information. So like, in the end, I wonder if it's like a here are five places that if you're going to strategically hit, hit these. When in all reality, they're literally dummy sites that no longer operate at all. Indiana Jones is hiding in the in the um, fridge. Because you wouldn't you wouldn't know unless you were like you know there, like at the plant actually working and being like, "Yep, I'm here. I turned on the lights this morning. <laughs> this does power a lot of stuff." Oh my god! <laughs> I, I'm surprised did... at the lack of microgrids in the United States. Like I thought that a lot of people would have jumped on the fact of being like, I can create my own power through solar wind or all kinds of things. And then I could connect to like other households in my area and create these cool micro grids where we don't pay PG and E we could actually like sell the energy back as a whole. And then we could all get money back. Like I'm surprised what, that hasn't taken off more. What's the process of that? Like, do you have to get like a license? Do you have to submit paperwork to your county? Like, what what do you have to do to That's do that? That's a great question. I have never looked into it that far of being like, what can I get away with? I feel like if you just started building it, I feel like the county would get pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have for that reason. <laughs> 
Well, that's, I mean, that falls under the whole thing of like, this is why we have regulations and rules is so that you just don't electrocute yourself while using it, right? So you're just like, okay, well, I mean, fine. Is there like, can you like hire an electrician and be like, hey, I want my own little grid. How much is it going to cost me? And they like come out and do it. I feel like that's a service. Probably. Yes. I feel like that exists i feel like you're also correct in that that costs like a pretty penny because you're paying for an electrician right to like who knows the craft to come out and do it and that's like a what do you call it they have that workman labor or whatever that it's at just like 60 or 70 bucks an hour something crazy like that yeah it's a i think you're smarter no, I think, I think you're right. I think you'd be smarter to go to an engineering firm and be like, yo, engineering firm, here's an idea of what I want to do. Can you build me up a blueprint? And then they could bill you for yep. those hours because I think that would be money much better spent than like going to a, like actual person and having them just put it in. Now, could your, well, could you guys just do solar panels and then just create a grid from that? Or are you thinking like, what source would your energy come from? I guess is my question. Oregon, I think your best bet is uh, solar. Honestly, I feel like hydro is the tough one. Like we have a stream running through the property, but like uh, the amount of water power you could get from that is probably pretty low. Um, wind, as far as it's concerned, you can have a windmill and they do like the wind turbines do pretty good, but they're still like, it's all dependent on like having wind. Hmm? I really thought I really thought you were gonna say hydro power. No, I mean like okay, a majority of Oregon's power does come from hydroelectric, but that's just because we have a whole bunch of rivers and a whole bunch of water that runs through them constantly. So we can just pump water through some massive turbines, but it doesn't really work well for like other properties unless you because like think of all the the microgrids that you'd probably want to be making would be in like suburbia too. And like the, really the only two that you could probably fit into suburbia would be either a wind power of some kind or a solar panel. Well, uh, tomorrow's topic is non-fungible tokens, NFTs.